Welcome back, guys. This is the Garbage Time Show, where I waste my time and yours talking about football. I'm your host, Andrew Wright. But before we get started with anything, I want to take a moment of silence to remember the AAF and the closest that Charles ever got to winning a championship. Thank you. So we've all had a lot of time to think since the year ended last time. And one of the biggest things I've been thinking about was the last video I did. There was something pretty important missing, but I'm not quite sure what it was. Ooh, there it is. Andrew Wright, I tell you what, my friend, it is great to be here. How you, you guys know what? doing? We're doing great. We're doing, doing good. Ready to talk some football. Awesome. You know what? Let's get to it. All right. So first, we got the biggest news from around the league. JP, what is happening right now in the NFL? Well, you got to think, with everything that's happening right now, at this stage of the game, the season, you're going to have holdouts. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have people that can't not do what they're supposed to at work mm -hmm. and not going to school. You know, just you know, all that TV. But we're going to leave that for the end of the podcast. Better believe it. Right now, we're talking about the big news. And that big news right now that I've been thinking about, I don't know what you've been thinking about, mm -hmm. but I can't get things. past these Cowboys players. These Cowboys have been the hottest topics from around the league. Mm -hmm. There are three big ones, but of course, the star of it all is Eagle Elliott. Yeah, I agree. He's one of the top, if not the top running back in the league. And he's over there in Cabo, sipping on some margaritos, just hanging out, not playing football. Lord knows he's going to come back with a big old beer belly. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this? And you know what? The kid has two years left on his contract. Two years. And he thinks he can just run around like he owns the place. Jerry Jones said that he does not want to pay Todd Gurley-level money. For me, personally, I think that Zeke is one of the best running backs in the NFL. I think he deserves Gurley money. Not saying he's better than Gurley, but saying that he deserves it because the mark continually grows. But, let me stop right there. I mean, There's some recency bias there. Look at what happened with Todd Gurley, who we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. He didn't even play in the Super Bowl, barely. He's hanging out with C.J. Anderson, who has his hands stuck in a cookie jar, looking like a big guy in a middle school locker room who doesn't want to dress out for P.E., Fair point, but look at the supporting staff of the Rams versus the Cowboys. Okay. Todd Gurley, mm -hmm. Robert Woods, yep. Brandon Cooks, yep. Cooper Cup, yep. Jared Goff. Yep. All of those players are better than any wide receiver slash quarterback on the Cowboys. I would take wow. Jared Goff over Prescott every day of the week. You think the Cowboys have any wide receivers who are better than any any of those three? I take Cooper Cup over Amari Cooper. I would take Bernie Cooks over Amari Cooper. Don't bring my I would boy Cooper Cup over Amari Cooper. I like Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, I love him. I love him. He's, he's, he's not the best, but we don't talk about him. He's fine, but he's going to be over there. What I want to talk about is not the supporting cast, not all of that, but the fact you're paying this one guy. And what happens if this one guy goes down? Here's the thing, though. That one guy is the Cowboys season. Dak Prescott can't carry a team. Amari Cooper surely can't carry a team. But the biggest ramification of this has to be the most important game in the world, fantasy football. Oh, yeah. JV, simple question. Are you drafting Zeke this year, provided that when we draft, he has still not recorded? Oh, for the first round? For the, in the first round. So yeah, I have to assume he's going to go in the first round. He's going. And I have to say, without a doubt in my mind, I would not. You would I not. would not. I don't care how much upside he has. I'm not going with those doubts. I've been stung before. Mm -hmm. I've had those players that got hurt in the first week or like the 
preseason or something, and I can see how I can sink a team. A fancy owner with some class, with some prestige, can come mm-hmm. back from that. Yep. But I don't want to go through that if I don't have to. I can In this league, there's no margin for error. Nope. You yeah. have to be perfect. Yeah, you got Colson over there scouring the carcasses, walking around saying, oh, they hate us because we win. Whatever, man. All we know is we pick at bones, but we just feast on every week. You want to know the funny thing that's going to happen? Poor Charlie is going to draft Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. And like the second round, oh. Zeke's not going to show up. You know who Charlie's first round picks going to be? Melvin Gordon. Oh, who Lord. also will oh, not show up. Let's get into it. Read a newspaper, Charlie. Come on, buddy. This is why I take the SAT. But Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Shouldn't charge pay him? Melvin Gordon is a different, different situation, I'd say. Because you have, um, what's the name? Eckler? You have the Eckler in the back of your field, too. No, Everyone's like, oh, he's great. He goes, but. Do you remember last year when he had some starting snaps? Eckler did not look good. He struggled. He struggled. He struggled. He struggled. Oh, the three yards per carry? Yeah. And then look at uh, And then your your backup to Eckler, the other person, Justin Jackson. Justin who? Who? Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm exactly. a full owl right now. I don't even know who you're talking about. No idea who Justin Jackson is, unless you watch the last three days. And he did admirable. But, you know, the Chargers are an amazing team. They have other commentators that I like. Philip Rivers. Keenan Allen, yeah. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel good about him. Yeah. So I think the Chargers are a little bit different. I'm not sure if we need to pay him. Because Eckler and uh, and Justin Jackson are better than the Cowboys running backs. Do you know who the Cowboys backup running backs are? Um, what is it? Um, Alfred Morris? Alfred <laughs> Morris! <laughs> who couldn't even beat out Matt Rhea on the 49ers. Matt Rhea was like, yeah, Matt Rhea was low drafted or undrafted. He was good. He was good. But Alfred Morris was a veteran going in, and he had everything in his way for him to succeed, but he did not. And Breeze took the job and ran with it, pun intended, and he ran well with it. Alfred Morris is looking like Frank Gore right now. Who might just be in league forever, and he's gonna probably have his son in the league with him. Only That's a James. little bit offensive to Frank Gore. <laughs> it is uh, Alfred Morris is way worse than Frank Gore. Yeah, he's got a yes, better like, he is. He's got a, like home run, like more, celebration. Uh, Alfred yeah. Morris is it? I don't know. And any of them, just more of a little Redskins homer. Redskins exactly. He had that one. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway whatever. Let's let's, uh, let's talk about something near and dear to my heart. Oh. Our Jacksonville Jacks. You know, we got uh, Jalen Ramsey and Yannick yeah. Ngakwe's contracts both coming up. Jalen's been very vocal about wanting a contract. Yeah. Jack say not this year. You know what Jalen does? Goes on to the Tennessee Titans tackle Taylor Luan's podcast and starts talking about how when he leaves, when he leaves, he wants to go to two places, Las Vegas and to Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans are division rival JP. Like, the guy he knows, knows what he's, he's saying. Like, he knows what he's doing. Like, he, exactly. That's my problem with it. Like, the guy is just trying to stir the pot. And, and I, he's, okay, an he's an instigator. He's an instigator. I saw the same thing with Josh Norman. He walks around being a jerk all the time, but he gets paid for that. He gets under people's skins. And that's why he fought with, who was it? He fought with some of the Josh Norman versus Odell. Oh, yeah, Odell. Odell. Yeah. And I watched that whole game. It was just sad to watch him fight. And it, but he did it. He won that. that yeah. right. and that's what he gets paid for. So. These corners are prima donnas. We all know this. Thank you, Deion Sanders. And I just feel like if you want the Jacks to succeed, you have to invest in your defense, though. Mm-hmm. You they got to pay you those do. guys. You do. They got to pay them. But there's a guy who needs to be paid right now in Yankee Dockway. 
Oh, well, he should have been banned. He should have been banned yesterday. He's been homegrown. He's works hard. He's a leader on the defense. You know, the guy's a monster. Not that Jalen's yeah. not, but Yannick has never been in any trouble whatsoever. So the fact that we're not paying him and we're holding out, I don't know if it's for, for Ramsey or if it's for a backup running back if Fournette doesn't. Or I don't know. Nick Foles more or something. I'm not sure what they're trying to do. I, you know, yeah, they're still paying off like Bortles. They are. And 16 million this year. 16 million. 16 million. But, but yeah. So the Jags, the Jags are a bit of a hot mess. I'm hopeful going into this year, but. Only this year. I have no idea what next year you're going to bring. All right, guys. Welcome back. Now we're looking at a new change, new type of segment. We're going to do our own mock draft from myself, the Andrew Wright, and, of course, your best friend, Nicky Harrington. Better believe it. It's only going to be the first round, so we don't give away any draft strategies. No. But without further ado, JP's going to pick first, Andrew second, me third, and go around like that. You'll notice none of us are in our drafting location for the actual draft, so reason. we're not going to give anything away. Yeah. So you're looking at this with the first pick in the draft, which is the opposite of what I got, which I'd like to <laughs> highlight again. Thank you very much for whatever you did, Matt. But, uh, I'm not bitter. I'm just moving on. Um, I would have. Who can I go with? I, I have to go with McCaffrey. He won the league last year, and I believe that he might just redo it again. Of course, that's reservations. I think our offense as a whole is going to be more rounded and it's not going to be as placed on him. He might be cut back a little bit, but he's still going to make crazy points and he's an easy number one. You know, I love the pick of McCaffrey, number one. They're the elite tier of running backs, yeah. in my opinion, this year, especially in standard. Yeah. Running backs are a premium. So yeah. having McCaffrey, number one overall, I like the pick. Yeah. Cool. I think uh, for my first pick, the second, the second pick. Yeah, my first, our second. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I might have to keep what what helped what helped me uh, win a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, kicker from the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh, Steven Goskowski. Oh, he's awesome. That's that's yeah, that's 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 my favorite. Yeah, that's the new three. I thought he was gonna have to write that down. Instead of scoring two, he's gonna be huge. You have to be happy with that. Well, see, see, the only thing if I if I don't get Brady, then it screws. It does. Because it does. the way it worked in the past was because I had Brady, Gronk, and Gus mm -hmm. Yeah. So every time Brady threw a touchdown to Gronk, mm -hmm. I got a shitload of points. Yeah. The rare triple stack with the Yes. And there was only one, one week of season where I had to find other people to fill them. All right. That's good. Yeah. I was good. Just some good stats right here. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, I don't want to give away too much of my drafting strategy, but that was who I was going to pick. Um, so I highly recommend to everyone, especially Charlie, Joe Trust, some of you who might not have done the last year. Start smart, of course. Start with the kicker first round to get that triple stack that you're talking about here. That's a really, really good strategy. But I'm going to waver away from it. Um, you know, seeing this, McCaffrey was pick one. As JP completely forgot about the best player in the NFL, so you guys cast who's pick two. Give me Saquon Barkley at number three. He's in that elite tier still. He's not a kicker that's going to light up the world the way Goskowski is. 
But man, the guy can play. And I hated on Mike Webb picking him five. I remember I said, Mike, you're picking a rookie five slot to bet on. I was wrong. He was right. And thus, I'm going to rise my wrong and piss uh, Saquon Barkley here. I bet you $5 that Ooh. tears his ACL from the Whoa! Wow! So right now, off the board, we got Sipon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Steve Raskowski. Not in that order. Yeah. Well, let me just jump in real quick there for you. Um, I am not feeling too great about it. Okay. I think that drafting any Giants Yep. Is a giant mistake. Mm-hmm. I think the Giants are a dumpster fire. Yep. And I think that just like the way that they, was it last season, not the season that just happened, but the season before, when they benched Eli Manning just for one game to ruin his streak of starts and then put him back next week, it just seems like there's no there's no plan, there's no thinking there. And I just think this could be fall Saquon Barkley pretty easily. And I think one thing can happen, and just like that, the movie's gone. And the thing is, I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. Are the Giants a complete dumpster fire? 100%. Do I think they're probably one of the worst teams in the NFL? Yes. Do I think they'll be drafted in the top 10 again? Almost uh, certainly. But the thing that I think sets them apart is the fact they're so bad. Who else are they going to give the ball to? Who else on that team? Lord takes a spend in. Oh, yeah. You can't put Daniel Jones at wide receiver. And then Ingram is going to be. Wait, wait, Paul Perkins in there. So. Yeah, exactly. So, you you're going to give to Sigma Barkley. You're going to give him a lot. You know, last year, Sigma Barkley, almost a quarter of his runs went for loss of yards. But the rest of his runs. He goes nuts. That's because they stack the boxes. All he has to do is find one lane, one time, the kid's gone. The kid's gone. So I like the pick here at three. He, McCaffrey, and one other running back. I think him, McCaffrey, and one other running back, I'm not going to mention yet, comprise that elite tier right now that are safe wins. Besides Gaskowski, of course. Okay, okay. That goes without saying. All right, well, I'm going to jump into my uh, the fourth pick right here. And that's the brand, Alvin Kamara. This is the clone. This is an NFC South rival of Christian McCaffrey. He is the chocolate to Christian McCaffrey's vanilla. If I had to get Kamara instead of McCaffrey, I'd be happy for it. So I think you can interchange those two. He's more, I think he's more of a vicious runner, and you can bounce off a little more. I think McCaffrey's more of a swift runner and is a little more powerful, but I think you don't lose either of those guys. They are just... The peak of the league right now. They're in tier by themselves with, you know, some other guys, but they all have problems. So just gonna yeah, I think McCaffrey gets more touches. I think Kamara does more with the touches he gets, and so it'll end up being pretty close. Um, but Latavius Murray is coming in. He's yeah. not a good marking room. Not a good marking room, but the Saints have historically always had a two person attack. You know, even back in the day where they had a Tim Hightower in the market. Ooh, Tim Hightower. there. Uh, but someone who they always had a two-person attack, it doesn't affect either one negatively. It just is something that they do and they utilize. So I expect the Jays to get a little bit of work, but I think Kamara still holds his role as number one there. Yeah, I agree with that. No complaints there. Yeah. Oh, you buddy. Made decisions. Made decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna keep it right here in Jacksonville. 
He's not even in his prime as peak already. The super playing everyone I've seen him at least two times each year. He's wrecked up every time. Except for once, which was pretty game by the Panthers. But that guy, and if he's on the board, I grabbed him so quick that I might knock out the computer. I am so high on Michael Thomas right now. Love Michael Thomas. I love Michael Thomas. So, let me counter. I don't like Michael Thomas, first off. Yeah. I like the guy. I think he's a great, 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 great wide receiver. No. I have a couple, couple, couple nitpicky details. Nitty picky details. Alright, so, number one, I think that he cost an insane amount of footballs last year to the point where he set an NFL record for percent off. I think people were like, out of roughly 140 to 150 throw all from, it's about 125. We're talking like well over 80%. The highest before this year was mid 70s, low 70s. The guy has a little bit of regression from him, in my opinion. A little bit, not too much, not too much. Not too much. Not too much. And also, look at the Saints. Look at the Saints. You got Camara. You have Camara. He's already going to be. The red zone option there. He's going to either catch the ball or run the ball, and the Saints love to run it in the end zone, and they're going to. And then with Drew Brees, he will throw touchdowns to me if I'm out there on the field. The guy spreads it around. He gets a Traquan Smith in his second year. Ted Ginn Jr., former Panther, speaks for himself. And then Jared Cook, new acquisition from the Raiders. Long thing is that the last two, three years, they've had all those guys. Yeah. 
the Corgon got hurt. hurt. He was always open, and he could always throw him. He was still around. 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 He was still because yeah, you'll have, have a quick, you'll have an early pick the next round, start supplementing your rest of roster. Yeah, that's fine. I think you're a pick there. I think that a lot of things about Kelsey, like I said, I think Mahomes regresses to the people again. To 40 touchdowns, if even a quarter of those go to Travis Kelsey, like, who else are they going to play? Like, who else are they going to play? That's enough. And the tight end is solo finding points from tight ends. Exactly. It was a crash to last year. So, really, even if, like, in an eighth of those, that's five touchdowns. If he gets five touchdowns, I was like, you're happy with tight ends with five touchdowns. Yeah. That's the power we all call the tight end. That's if he gets an eighth of those touchdowns that were projected. Exactly. Exactly. Tight ends are Yep. Andrew, last pick of the day. My final pick. Well, you, you guys, guys know I like to shake things up. Okay. Yeah, I'm predictable. Buckle up. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to put my faith in uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Because I feel I like... I him to fall to me. You know, you know, mm. I feel like he's not a stupid person. Yeah. And only a stupid person wouldn't give him. Mm. You know, okay. sometimes, okay. sometimes you have to do... What you what you don't want to do yeah. to get what you want later. Yeah. You don't want to get what you want yeah. when you want it. And it's, it's a business side. Yeah. It's a business decision. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And he just wants to skip the preseason. Oh, well, he's done. I think he will be back. And I think the interesting about Zeke is like, compared to, again, bring up my guy, Unique Mbakwe. Yeah. Unique Mbakwe's playing for like, what? Two million dollars this year. Zeke has a full contract. Like, he's not, it's fully guaranteed. A. B, it's you was drafted uh, with a three overall, three yeah. overall. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's getting like a good, hefty sum of money. Oh, yeah. I'm talking like 20, oh, I'm not sure if it's 20 mil, but it's around yeah. that area. Like a, a lot of money. It's not like he's, what he's going to get is not going to be so much more that he has to worry about getting hurt the same way some of the other people do. Right. And again, the Cowboys are committed to him for at least two years. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the fifth year option. That's, that's this just, year and next year. That's insane value. Yeah. I think getting Elliot, if he even like, even if he loses a, a week, yeah. and he still holds out and then comes back, that's still an awesome pick. Yeah, I'm going like, with that one. That draft. I'm going with that, that one. Day. Yeah. So good job. Let's see here. Uh, for my last pick, I'm between the future and the past. Ooh. I'm between my boy Le'Veon Bell and James Conner. Wow. I, I don't, like, Melvin Gordon, I think, actually would hold out games. I feel the Chargers would, might not pay him. Devontae Freeman has the injury risk. Joe Mixon, I think, is good, but the Bengals has so much trouble trusting the Bengals. I know, I, I know. forgot they were even the team. Exactly. <laughs> I really did. I forgot they existed. So, yeah, Le'Veon Bell just got paid. He's on the Jets. The Jets are awful. And I yeah. think that no matter where you are in the game, whether they're winning, which will never happen, or what I think is going to happen a lot of the time, they're losing. Le'Veon Bell is like JP and I were talking off camera about. He's someone who can fill that wide receiver and running back yeah. role. Yeah. So I think Le'Veon Bell here has his risk, but every running back does at this point. And I'm just not ready to go wide receiver after, except for maybe Hopkins would be someone i consider here, but I'm going to go running back just because I like talking about the running backs a bit more. Yeah. So I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell here. Yeah. I think that's a good call. And I feel a little better about him than Connor. Yeah. Connor, I don't know. I feel like he's going to get hurt. And he's mm-hmm. like, 
He had some fumbles last year, and in the last part of the year, he really slowed down. Yeah, you know they figured it out. They yeah, were... um, exactly. And he doesn't have Antonio Brown opening up as many holes. He has Juju still, yeah. but their number two is going to be Dante Moncrief. That worked out real well for the Jags last year. Yeah, so really good. That one touchdown. Yeah, yeah. one good touchdown. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, Thanks, Dante. Then the season was over. Yeah. All right. So that's our first mock draft of the year between the three of us. Probably our last two. Yeah, oh, definitely. So, so JP, mm-hmm. guess what season it is? Uh, it's pretty hot out. It is pretty hot out. It's summertime. I'm sweating, but not because of the AC in here, because of the scorching hot takes that I have for you. So to all of y'all watching at home, we each have a couple hot takes here for you, and we're going to talk about whether or not they're scorching hot, dead cold, Mm-hmm. Or just completely unrealistic. Yeah. Okay. And uh, of course, we've attributed this uh, segment to Michael Webb. Mm-hmm. This is Coach Webb's Hot Takes Corner because it reminds you of maybe those days when you're doing the PE yeah. in the pavilion. You're sweating your heart out. all the campus sweat, probably causing lasting health Did you issues. Teaching classes too. Did you, it was educational. Yeah, lost Chipotle. Yeah. And yeah. Your mm-hmm. stuff. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Webb. So uh, please. Take All right, so my first one, it's it's close to home. It's the Jacksonville Jags. Mm-hmm. It's about Fournette. Oh. We talked about him earlier in Here the show with Andrew. I think Leonard Fournette will be a top five running back this year in standard scoring. I think that he's someone who people have written off because, again, of health and behavior issues. Two big issues. I'm not saying they're not. I just think that behavior-wise is in a better state right now, and I think that the behavior in the previous seasons led to some of the injuries of less yesteryear, lesser year, whatever, of the past. Oh, it was a lesser year. That's it sure. was a lesser year. There's no way around it. He was awful. But I think that he's someone who could bounce back in a big way. This offense goes through Fournette. We need him on the field. If he's on the field, he plays well. He's a great runner. Look, look about last year. When he played, he lit the world on fire. Look at the Bills game. He got like two or three touchdowns in two or three quarters before he punched him in the face. Which I, again, but hey, we, we, I'm acknowledging that. I, that's why it's a risk. It's a hot take because of the fact that I think that, but I think that Fournette plays 14 games minimum, becomes top five in fantasy points scored, in standard scoring. You know what? I'm going to tack it on to, let's say, you know, rushing yards as well. Good year. Thank you. I'm going to tell you one thing. Let me one hear you one thing. One thing. I think it's going to be one more thing. That take? Well, it's going to be my second take. Oh, Leonard Fournette is in it. I think he's back. I think it's going to be great. I don't know what it is. I just have a feeling inside. It's great. I don't know why, but I think that he is going to do much better. Mm-hmm. I think it's solid. I think it's going to be second take. Yeah, that's gonna be second take. Yeah, you know, a little bit behind the scenes. So we had talked previously <laughs> to make sure we didn't have any hot takes to be shared. That's what we thought too. Yeah. Um. But so I have, I have, I have you one. have you have a backup second oh, have, hot take. I have three takes. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 have, I have a couple. I like that one. Yeah. Or that one. So hot take, but possible. Yeah, it's possible. All right. Let me hear what you got. Happen like it would be, but it would be shocking. Like then, like wow, like what a right. He's becoming who he's supposed to be. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now my second take. Well, my. Whatever take. My take, I'm just going to say it. I, I'm just going to be power duo. Power duo. Christian McCaffrey. Love it. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Are going to Chiefs. 
Go what? I think underachieve this underachieve. year. Underachieve. Underachieve. Really? As I say before, I think our offense is more rounded. It's made more balanced. We have Curtis Samuel coming in, who's mm-hmm. going to be, I think, great. They limited his snaps last year because he had a heart surgery yeah. before the year, so his conditioning wasn't as good. I really think that he's going to take the next step, going to take targets away from both those guys. Mm-hmm. I think McCaffrey is going to still have a good year. Yep. He'll still yep. be at top running back. I don't think he's going to be the fantasy football league winner like he was last year. Now, when you say underachieve, how significant are we talking? Because if you say they regress, I think McCaffrey I can see you regress yeah. a little bit. Yeah. DJ Moore has doesn't have too far to go down. Yeah, I I agree. If he started his last year, it was a good year. I think they were just getting way too hyped up for it. I think he needs a little more time. You know, he's being anointed as an XT Smith already mm-hmm. when you have Curtis Samuel back there, who's probably going to pass him in the depth chart at some point this year. I think the other factor, too, is uh, Cam Newton's healthy again. I agree with I that. think yeah. that the guy's shoulder was falling off the yeah. end of last year. Mm-hmm. He's not going to pass as much. So, what are they going to do? Give it to McCaffrey more. Yeah, McCaffrey. And then, again, I think Curtis Samuel's a great player, and I've heard a lot of great things out of camp. But the thing that scares me the most is I know that you follow Panthers football, yeah. the way I follow Jacks football, so I trust your opinion on this, and you're making me a little bit nervous. I'm happy in the top two or three. I think you a bit nervous. I think that he's still a good pick, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't wait for him to be the one that goes like up and above and beyond. Yep. Like last year, I mm-hmm. just think that they keep saying out of camp that they're gonna have a better plan for McCaffrey to limit his snaps. Maybe those snaps are those routes they ran; they never got to throw at. Right. Maybe he still replicates and whatnot. But they did draft Jordan Scarlett. They have Elijah Hallfield. Yep. They have new guys in the backup. They're going to try to use more. It's not that like CJ Anderson, though. He, he was there, but they didn't use him. Right. But they're going to try to incorporate these guys. And I really do think that that's going to take away from some of McCaffrey's, you know, yeah. his workload. And one more thing about McCaffrey, really about any running back in the top five. It's, it's very rare, not rare, but I think the stat I saw is the two out of five of the running backs is about the average to repeat being in the top five. So, for example, like, uh, McCaffrey was in the top five, Zeke was in the top five, um, Kamara was in the top five. The odds are that out of those three, and out of the two others that are in the top five, they're not off the top of my head, I think that two, only two of those will repeat as top five, which yeah. makes all these makes me nervous about all these players. Oh, I agree because someone's great. busting. All right, last thing of the day. We're talking about something near and dear to all our hearts. This is, of course, camp and camp news. This has to do with the fans league in particular. We're not going to be talking about who support staff next year or anything like that. We're here exclusively <laughs> to give you the hard-hitting camp fans football news. And the first thing that I think that when I think about this news game is the fact that we have draft pick trades. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Did you want me to call Luce on that? Luce on it, buddy. All you. You've been waiting here to, right? to voice your opinion. Luce Reese. Collusion. I think that's ridiculous <laughs> that we're trading graphics. It's just stupid. It's just so macro and has it light up. Colton Perry's season, though. I'm going to say since he has trade request today. I say hell to the dog. Or the trade request. It was, um, what was it? Oh, give me a second. Give me a second. So, like, uh, let's talk about these trades, gang. This is very big. This is breaking camp news. We had the trade between Matt and Mark. We're talking a first and a fifth from Matt to Mark for a second and a third. Now, keep in mind, Mark is drafting middle of the round, Matt drafting 11. So, Mark is gaining what is an early 
a late second over a, a late first round pick, or what can you describe as an early second round pick? So very interesting, JP. You got breaking news on your phone about a trade, a report you got from the seats. Hit me with it. So I'm saying that I'm gonna trade my overall. 37 pick. 37 pick. What round is that? Is that uh, uh, fourth? Fourth? Yeah, that's too early for me. Yeah. And then I have my 108th pick and followed by my 157th pick. Wow. No, we still picked that high. Nitpicking right there. That's okay. That's that must be nice. Those are auto draft rounds. Right. And then he wants to give me his 66th pick and his 79th pick and his 127th pick. So I'm giving him 30 picks earlier. And then he's giving me a bunch of fodder in the back round. I don't want to use the It's like bad enough that I have to take it the end round. Now Colson's trying to figure out, oh, can I get that little shiny thing I have? That's all I have, man. You do get two picks in a row. You get 12 and then one. But I need them. I need every one of my picks. So that would be your fourth pick. It would be at the very, it's the first pick of the fourth round. So right after third round. Right after third So you have three picks, and then you wouldn't go again until what? Like the next 51, 61. Like that's that's that. could be like, all right, so wide receiver, they got running back, and have. I probably would go top three would be those three. Yeah, wide receiver, running back, running back, wide receiver, whatever. Yeah, and then I'm gonna have to wait some time. The loss of value is gonna be way too much to trade up. I just don't see. I think it's just someone taking advantage of it. And honestly, Colts not losing that much. He's losing some like things that we don't need. Let's talk about though this trade between Matt and Mark. Okay. Where do you all sit on it? Is it first? First off, let's say who you think won the trade. Andrew, take it away. Who wins, Matt or Mark, on this trade? I think solely on the fact that, like you, I think it was you that said it, that uh, Matt's picking at the end of the first round, mm -hmm. so Mark's getting two middle round picks. Yeah. I, I gotta say Mark wins because he has two opportunities in the very beginning where there's still a lot of good players, you get two really good players to start out. Yes, it's a, it's a really interesting trade. I think that uh, on paper, and all this, I, I think it's a pretty fair trade. Because I think that um, I think that's a pretty reasonable value. The first round pick, I think, is, is very, very important, especially someone like Mark, who, and I said this to you guys before as well, doesn't always have the best track record on his first round draft picks. You love the guy. You love the guy. Let's take advantage of him. second chance to make a first round. Well, Renzi you know, is trying to go for for another win, mm -hmm. and all he's going to do is be like, "Ha ha! I beat all you guys. Is that even a first round pick?" Yeah, that sounds like really Yeah, but they're going to lay in the flower beds. But like, <laughs> 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 if this is Joe Schrock and Mark making the straight. No one gives a shit. Dude, they don't care. No, no. They don't care. Right, right. Exactly. I'm worried about it. But it's not. It's the upper echelon. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it wasn't with the commissioner. I started like, hey, we need trade now. Boom, he trades it. Come on. Come on. I, I enabled this feature two days later. Boom, we're going to have it. If you would have told me that Matt Carrizio made a trade to San Colton for Colton Perry, I would have walked right out of this room. I would have just walked right out of this room. I blows my mind because Colson's the posture of the group, you know, always happy to make trades, always happy, you know, cause a little bit of trouble. Always trying to get And Matt, Matt usually is the steady Eddie of the group, you know, next to uh, our former champion over there, you know, who kind of likes to stay the course and let his, uh, his drafting speak for himself. But it's an interesting case for a former champion. Yeah. I just don't, 
Does Joe and Charles make a trade in both leagues? Like for, say, Mahomes versus Robbie Anderson in one league, and then vice versa in the other league, so they make both the teams better, they both get a championship. Are they playing greedy chess with us? It feels icky. It feels icky. Again, I just thought it seems like it's just a way for these guys to try to get a championship and try to be one of us. And I just don't think that. It will fly. Yeah, especially being on uh, this couch is all all people who are former champions. So maybe that's why we can we can sit on a high couch and talk about this. But uh, you know, there's are four people in the league. That's the third of our league. Yeah. Out of that third, no champions. But you hope you look at the rest of that league now. And all you think about is the comparisons to AF and how they might fold by the end of the year. Because if you remember back to our league. Our But our first year doing the camp league way, way long ago. The one my was commissioner of? Yeah. And it was poet. He would draft and play for and then he stopped and be like, what, what happened? Oh, I got to be just like to draft. people now. Yeah, and if, if someone, someone decides not to win during the year, 
babyface.net. Right. Baby banish his shadow with his younger league, which of course will still be a good thing. It's like, you know, no point. It's not like NFL and like some weird debunk like NFL or something. This is like soccer, where it's like the Premier League, and then some small leagues, but they're still good leagues. They're still vital to success. Yeah, so I think I think that could be that. could be something interesting. It has to be a young They have a voice. They have a voice. And also, I think it's a good way, like you said, like there are other people at camp who want to play. Yeah. Especially now, please become a little more, like, it's becoming a bigger deal. It's becoming a I think this is a good, like, two or three year plan, because if they stick with it, Though in, in two, two or three years, years they'll be at the point that we were at going into last season where we were like, all right, it's time to set some ground rules. It's time to have yeah. a buy-in. It's time to get more serious because like we are having fun doing this. Yeah. And there's those there's these few certain things that make it not fun for everybody else. Yeah. And so once we work those out, we got pretty serious. You know, we had really good time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, I guess some of the other ones and like the, even the state problem, we thought were like a top tier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like we the least come a long, long way. It really was again like the Wild West the first year, and it's developed a lot since then. I think the two-term commissioner policy is a great idea, which brings me to our next topic conversation. Our great commissioner, Matt Rizzo, second term, based off the two terms, that's one term. Policy that we formed, much <laughs> like the United States, Matt will be stepping down after this year. Which means someone else will be stepping down after this year. I don't even remember that. He was like, I hope everybody quit. She thought I died. But you know what? Oh, 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 but, but who is going to take up the helm? Any any picks off the top of your head? I think I think Charles might be one. I I think I think Charles could be one. Charles is the one that I feel like you gotta like his resume. Been probably for a while doesn't stir up too much of a ruckus. And the only the only blemish on Charles is otherwise perfect record in my opinion is this new young league. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you you know that Charles is taking a leadership role in that. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. Um, just because you know he he loves he loves fans football. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you There's trust wrong, him to spread his love enough to be commissioner or potentially a big pivotal leadership figure in two leagues? I I think the fact that I mean we're talking an entire year away. I yeah. think that that that's a good piece because we'll see. Like okay, maybe at the end of this year he decides, hey, I don't want to do the younger league. I want to do this, or I want to do the younger league. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And He's going into grad school, so he's going to get yeah, to see what his coursework load's going to be like, yeah, yeah, and sure. just how much free time he's going to have because he could really want to do it, but just not. He he might know that he won't have the time to do it. So True. I feel like if he has the time and he wants to do it, that he would make a phenomenal commissioner. But it's also a team effort too. We yeah. don't put it all on the one commissioner. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like especially this year that we just finished, we did it really well where we took yeah. turns and stuff and. Aside from some like page long messages from Matt, we didn't put too much stuff on him right. to make him like maybe sour on the idea of being commissioner or anything or anything, but anything like that. Oh, yeah. But I think yeah. that it's a it's a favorable position, and I think that no matter what the person's going through, they can probably do it and be successful. With oh yeah, it, so. especially if like going into it, you're very open. It's like, hey, I yeah. really want to do this. I don't have a ton of time, 
But the time that I do have to give, I'm going to give 100%. Fair. Yeah. Everyone exactly. can go pick up the slot. Yeah. And let, let me ask you this, though. A little bit of a dark horse candidate here. Probably a hotter take than my Patriots are going to lose the AFC East take so earlier. <laughs> um, second term for Mike Webb. What are the odds? The guy comes back. He's gone to Norfolk, Virginia, the state where so many presidents were born. There's pre vacation. We're talking right next door to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Could he make fantasy great again? Ah, you know, I, what if he loses his phone? Yeah, or you know, high possibility every day. This, this is a guy. Here's a guy who. Now here's a guy, here's a guy <laughs> who's going to be in Mark Turner's way. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That calls me on a Saturday after Andy. he should have gotten notification that he's going to be in Mark Turner's wedding and goes, hey, you're going to Mark Turner's wedding, right? I'm like, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, all right, cool. Webb finally knows he's going to be in the he's wedding. Got, like, we can plan this stuff out. He goes, yeah, he keeps trying to send me a save the date, <laughs> but it's too big for my mail slot and they oh, won't leave mail on the porch. So can you tell me the date so I can make sure I show up? And in my head, I'm like, dude, how big do you think you sound? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, oh, what do you think you sound like a freaking like a stripper in a cake? Oh, oh, and it's, oh, and you're in his wedding. Like, this is gigantic, gigantic. Like, this is an dude. They're pretty so, small because they cost money. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he can handle it. He can't even go to the freaking post office to get his save the day. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. Yeah, but he doesn't get days off, but somehow he's always out drinking in the middle of the day on Friday. Hey, oh, that's a burn. That's a, yeah. uh, that's a hot statement. <laughs> All right, Andrew, what about you? Any any uh, nominations? We got uh, Char- Charles and Mike Webb so far. Ooh. I have a sneaky one after. You have a sneaky yeah. one? Okay. 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 I think, ooh, you know, it's it's kind of hard. If I if I really had to pick someone, I think might even have the slightest interest. I'd have to say Jack. Jack, ooh, Jack, Jack, really Jack, Jack, like especially like this past year, like I've always loved Jack. Oh no, Jack. But compared to the year before, like he just seems like so much more chill. Like not that he was ever crazy, but like he's just chill. He's like, I want to do what I got to do, and I want to have fun. And I want to relax. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like he would be one hmm. that would like just take it in stride and whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And have a good time with it too. That's true. Yeah. I like Jack there. Yeah. Again, you know, younger guy, but he he'll at that point have been in the league two years. Yep. Yeah. You know, so New he won't ideas. be a rookie anymore. Get, yeah, and it's good to have that young blood, that fresh blood in there. And it helps that they earn their spot. Yes. In the league too. Yeah. <laughs> And he showed up. Oh, yeah, his performance. Yeah, that was phenomenal. So that that ends our video tonight, gang. Any final thoughts that we have before we close out? No. Uh, Go Panthers, keep pounding. Go Go Jacks, first preseason game Thursday. Big six season. Our big fantasy football debut on the third. No, 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 no,